the future of photography. Everybody and welcome to the future of photography. Uh, it's good to be back for another week, and we've got some interesting things to discuss with you this week. Sadly, um, you recognise that this is Adrian. Sadly, there is no Chris uh, this week. Um, Chris is busy trying to figure out, well, trying to figure out how to do virtual video workshops with a large number of people at incredibly high quality. I think so. I'd imagine he's very happy, and his inner geek is getting lots of exercise. <laughs> But the, or the opposite, <laughs> or, or maybe the well, it depends on how it's going. So Jeremiah, how are you? Uh, COVID fine. Good, excellent. <laughs> Glad to hear it. That's because that's going to be your new catchphrase, isn't it? It's every week, every week. Anima, how are you doing? I'm all good. I'm all good. Enjoying the lovely weather we've been having here. It's fabulous. Oh yes. Well, it's been good here as well, and I suspect it's always nice in California, but. You guys are just getting a taste of what we have all year round. So, <laughs> hey, um, tomorrow, we're going to be allowed out of the house soon as well in this country and go and visit people and stuff like that. So, I know if it keeps up where we are, it's gonna we're going to get like whole twenty kilometer radius. Whoa! In a week, what are you going to do with all that space? I don't know. <laughs> just make sure your hazmat suits are whole <laughs> free. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, all right. Well, this week, Ema, Ema, it's your show. And uh, you, uh, well, we've done this. We've done this topic a couple of times, mm-hmm. um, uh, where we've all brought some ideas about uh, a niche camera that we'd like. Uh, and this week it's your turn. And you completely, uh, for me anyway, you completely nailed it last week with all your accessories <laughs> for the iPhone, rather than a, a buying into a new camera. So we so, were shamed. Yeah, we were. We were totally shamed. Absolutely. Maybe I can do it again. Maybe you could do it again. So, so with that, yeah, with that as a setup. <laughs> <laughs> or a fit up depending on what you want to look at it. <laughs> see i did have a strategy in going last um so this is the fourth out of four of us um and i had a chance to think about it over the last couple of weeks while i was listening to all of your ideas so since i started on this podcast i've kind of had to re-examine my relationship with the idea that to be a real photographer you need to have a real camera And I was very intimidated when I began on here because you guys, to me, are all real photographers and I wasn't. But having spoken to you all over the last few months, uh, I've decided that it's time to kind of change my attitude a bit. So I have fully subscribed to the idea of that the best camera that you use is the one that you've got with you all the time. I think that was Ansel Adams, was it? Um, So... And I've embraced the fact that it's not really about the tools at all, but more about what you do with the tools. So, and I did struggle a bit because before I went full on digital, as we know, I've gone full on um, mobile with uh, a new phone and the iPad and it's working brilliantly for me and I'm really enjoying it. But I did struggle and and for a while there, I really considered like um, going back and and getting an analog camera and going back to the start and using film and maybe that's the way I should go. <laughs> but um, I've kind of changed my mind. Sense took, <laughs> took over. <laughs> but it's listening to you talking about, you know, all your different um, uh, cameras and, you know, processing and all that kind of stuff that kind of, you know, I like the sound of it. But in reality, I think the way I do work suits my lifestyle and everything just more. So I kind of think that um, 
the niche camera. <laughs> I think I have my perfect niche camera uh, in lots of ways. Well, that's awesome. <laughs> Also, also remember, we I have are, reasons. We are boys, and boys like toys, and boys toys, like toys, you know. Uh, so we like yeah. banging around with toys. Yeah. So that's it. maybe I'm just a bit more practical. <laughs> I don't know. That could be a woman thing, um, but I just, I really think that um, it's providing me like more than enough learning because like I kind of did want to learn some more stuff and that was kind of half the reason why I was thinking oh I need to get a camera a proper camera you know buttons one that <laughs> one that looks good one that I can adjust all the dials on but um you can actually do all of that within your 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 phone camera like the tool itself the iPhone I do find with it that um the the in camera the in camera app that it comes with was always kind of sufficient to me to kind of, because it, you know, it didn't have the newest one and, you know, it wasn't the best camera. So I, I couldn't, you know, what I could get out of it was, it was quite limited in itself. But since with all these extra kind of pixels to play with and this uber sharpness and all these different lenses on it, like, I feel like I want more control now. So I feel that the camera within there doesn't really give you enough. That's very interesting. <laughs> that is yeah. because, because you, so, so you're saying you prefer your old phone then? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just pushed me in the it's pushed me to do the learning that I wanted to do, but not um not in down go to, to go down the analog road, but I found that I can do it on this. Like I can it's more like relearning things for me because I got I did get very lazy. Um just point and shoot, I'll edit it afterwards. But all of a sudden I want to I want to get the shot right in the first place. Ah, okay. And you know, so I'm trying to um I found like my pick of the week is going to be Camera Plus 2. A Camera Plus is a really old app that I had mm. back on the iPhone 4S that we all talked about so lovingly in the last couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, ha- I don't know, it slipped out of my usage for some reason, but I've rediscovered it again. There's a new version of it and it's absolutely amazing for the, the levels of control that it can give you. You can go full manual on it and um, set everything. Um, I think, Emer, I think you are on a slippery slope towards... <laughs> we're pulling you in gradually, <laughs> gradually to new gear. wonder what a, actually a manual camera would be. Can I ask yeah. you something about the iPhone, yeah. which I use for photography, as many of us do? Um, I find the biggest problem I have with it is the ergonomics of it. The lag in terms of being able to pull it up and take a picture. You have to, A, wake up the phone, you know, uh, have yeah. it recognize you, go to a, a, a photo app, uh, launch it, uh, adjust, you know, whether or not you want it you know, vertically, horizontally, uh, whether you want a portrait mode. I mean, there there is a... Uh, a grace to it if you are doing a landscape that is there and you can compose and work slower, oddly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, whereas if I'm carrying around my camera and I'm ready to shoot, especially yeah. if I've preset even focus, if I'm doing some street work, um, 
and boom, I see something. I, I take a picture like so instantly. The the, mm. the recognition of the opportunity and the capture are so close mm. that that the uh, iPhone, which is with me all the time, does mm. not provide. Could you comment? <laughs> Do you not think that it's it'd be similar if you were to have a camera around your neck? Do you know that you'd have to set it all up so that instantaneous, just take the shot, is... You, you can't ever really get that unless you're sitting there with the camera open, ready to take the shot. Not really. I mean, yeah. I, you know, the cameras that I use, uh, whether they be analog or digital, they're on. Uh, I don't have to put them to sleep. They could they could yeah. just be ready to go. If yeah. I'm using a wider angle lens and I'm walking on the street and I have mm. my, I don't even have to use auto, whether it's yeah. focus, aperture, whatever. I could set it up so that as I see something about to happen, the decisive moment, as it were, yeah, yeah. To quote Cartier-Bresson, um, <laughs> that I could lift that camera and shoot so quickly. Uh, yeah. That's what I miss about using, if I'm yeah, just I walking wonder. with the iPhone. I guess I've never, uh, street photography isn't something I really explored or like that trying to capture a moment. I prefer pictures that don't have any people in them, generally. You like you like crows. Places you that like don't crows. have any people in them. I'm sorry, you like crows. Crows don't hang around. Crows don't hang around. But I do find with the crows, you have to be, you kind of have to either feed them or um, if you're out and about, it's just a case of sitting there and maybe it's very lucky to catch the most, like there's a hundred missed shots and maybe one lucky strike. You know, uh, so so okay. Like so we got uh, so you're 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 exploring then apps for control. Then are you on your new on your new phone? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I've started to use that one particularly. It's very good. Now there's a couple of other ones, but they're more expensive, and I mm, I'm tempted, but I don't. You know, if it's not broke, don't fix it. So I'm going to just. <laughs> use this one until I get tired of it or find something that I don't like about it and maybe then I'll explore one of the other ones but um, like if you just think about the kind of the modular nature of adding apps and things onto your phone it kind of expands your kit and everything so it's you don't have to spend a lot of money like I know your initial purchase is a big one uh, well maybe it isn't if you're on if, depending on what phone provider you're with maybe it's possible to you know that you get it as an upgrade and you don't have to pay for it. You got to pay for it one <laughs> way or another. Somehow you pay for it, don't you? Somehow yeah. you're paying yeah. for it, yeah. But, um, you know, you can do so many, there's an app for everything. Like, you can try out different styles. You can get apps that can do vintage analog looks. Now, I know it's not the same thing and it's not the same thing as um, actually going out and using film and taking the camera, but it's, I don't think it's, even trying to be the same thing anymore. I think these are just aesthetics. They're just looks. So does it really matter how you get there? I agree you know? with you on that 100%. Yeah. It's yeah. really what your intention is and what the final uh, image and how that image is presented. Is it a book? Is it a print? Is it a large print? Is it a small print? Or is it on screen? And if yeah. it's on screen, is it Instagram or is it a bigger web page? All of those have different effects. They, they yeah. do. And I would say as well that the 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 digital image technology has matured a lot in the last 10 mm. years. 
Um, and there used to be a big gap between what you could get with analog film and what you could get with digital. But it doesn't matter whether you're thinking about a phone or a bigger camera or making movies or whatever mm. it is. You know, the, the gap between them is far less than it used to be. And I'm, I'm really intrigued because, you know, so, so far, um, we, we've mostly explored through this chain of conversations, um, niche hardware, right? So mine especially mm. was about this is how I want my camera to feel, right? This is, this is what I want. And, and we, we took a sideline with Jeremiah's editing tools, you know, conversation, which was good. And yeah, but you're, you're exploring capture at the software level, which I think is, is quite interesting and, and quite a lot more affordable, as you said yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. And if you just look at all the different types of things you can do with it, like you can do composite work, like the type of work that you like to do, Jeremiah, you can kind of do that between the iPhone and the pads, the kind of obviously the bigger screen on the iPad gives you just more room to work in. Um, uh, but the way they flow, you know, you can just send the files between things just so easily or that yeah. they just they're all in your cloud. They just appear. I um, like that. It, just, it gives um, a lovely flow. Yeah, I mean, I do. I do. You know, again, I, I'm a, a geek in that I will explore any um, interesting photo app, whether it's a post production, whether it's a capture, or, or whether it's one of those that lie in between that that uh, allow a certain amount of experimentation, abstraction, and fusion with you know so called mm-hmm. reality. I forget what mm. that isn't mm. now, but um, so I, I love that aspect of having a phone in my pocket and being able to express myself no matter where I am, uh, whether it's in the composition and capture of an image or producing something that I don't even have a clear intention, but I let the applications or, or the combinations of applications to guide me. Mm. And I've done uh, a bunch of stuff more a, a few years ago um, that I was extraordinarily happy with. It's just a different experience. It's a, a, an experience that I would um, it, maybe draw uh, an equivalency to uh, using a kind of point-and-shoot camera as opposed to a manual uh, analog camera. Uh, mm. or a 4x5 or 8x10 camera. All of those mm. um, have opportunities. All of those cameras have um, limitations and advantages that push you towards uh, certain image making. Mm. And that goes for the phone as well. So I think those of us who are somewhat obsessed by photography writ large and really want to explore the world of it, whether it's technological mm. or aesthetic, uh, there's so much opportunity now, and as we move towards the future of photography, more and more of that will happen with AI, with our uh, relationship with the moment of imagining and the moment of finishing will be shorter and easier. Mm. What I am finding is, um, like, when I am out for a walk, I, I do... I want to I want to get the holder for the tripod so I can attach the phone to the tripod all of a sudden and I've not wanted to do that for a long time <laughs> but a, I want to slow down I want I have to a take suggestion my time for you I have mm. a great suggestion for you invest in a really good monopod one that may have uh, little tiny feet sort of ah, yeah, yeah, feet good that idea. you can actually rest mm. you can use it as a walking stick 
on your hikes because they're good height. But they're very and you can have your attachment for your iPhone already on it so that if you see something and you want to slow it down, just plop it down, hold it steady, slap your phone in. Or Does that extend in. quite high? Yes, you can you get can. them to do okay. that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because that is one problem. I'm just not tall enough, ninety percent of the time, to get exactly <laughs> the picture I want. I'm just not tall enough. Or just carry a ladder <laughs> when you walk. Little <laughs> <Kill> step ladder. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're going to have to go to the hardware store to get your niche I, I camera need one. kit. Yeah. But uh, the that uh, a monopod actually, Jeremiah. I think that's a really good idea if you're walking around um, because you know it, it's 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 a lot lighter to carry obviously because mm. um and uh yeah i mean you can get them that go go quite high so you can okay. certainly get them that that um go higher than you uh, a normal tripod um a, another thing this is this is a slightly um skewif idea perhaps but another way of getting height is to use a lighting stand rather than a tripod because lighting stands typically go at least nine ten feet high even even the the very basic ones um they're they're slightly more difficult to to keep steady and what have you and quite how mm. you trigger your phone when you're when it's 10 feet in the air i don't, I don't know but like, you need a little remote of some there's sort. probably an app for that there's yeah there'll be you can buy a little bluetooth remote or something like that uh, maybe your camera assistant who's coming with you on the walk yeah, yes yes your entourage yeah, your yeah, gear yeah. right and a piece of string <laughs> uh, I, I tell, actually i tell you what if you're thinking about something that there is a particular product that i've got and this might help you um it's called i think a joby grip tight oh yeah yes. yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i've yeah. seen those uh, yeah, now, yeah when yeah. i bought those no it, it it allows it's not sprung but it, it allows you to to grip hold of your phone and it's got quarter mm. 20 threads in it for a tripod but the when i bought mine it came with a little bluetooth shutter button so you pair Excellent. this bluetooth thing um and, and you can just hold it in your hand um it's only a little square about an inch square and it's all that's all it does is it's just a bluetooth sh- shutter button so if your phone is at a reach in some way um then you can just use that to take the shot i actually found i was um tidying up my daughter's room last week and i found like a selfie stick with very the very exact same thing on it that oh, you right. could extend and had a little remote um a little remote uh, shutter release on it which I thought was, I don't even know where she got it. It was quite clever. <laughs> I might try it out. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Like a little handheld. Because then, of course, you can go as high as you like, can't you? Because you're start, it's yeah. not starting at ground level. You're starting at you know, shoulder height or even a, yeah, you know, yeah. above head height if you yeah. want to hold it up really high. Have so. you guys um, noticed a, uh, a difference or a preference of using a camera on a tripod or not? Especially with the kind of anti-shake um uh you know ai that that exists now in in cameras built into lenses and or bodies um we we of course did an episode on slow photography and what that does when even walking around having a camera on a tripod placing it stepping Mm. back studying it does that affect your process at all i would say definitely because it's definitely more deliberate and intentional and also the camera shake thing which when I'm uh, playing about with um, shutter speeds and things like that 
I'm finding is becoming a real problem uh, with my shaky yes. old hands. <laughs> well, so, with with a monopod and your new, based on last week, uh, fabulous yeah. um, ND filters. So you slap yeah. an ND12 on your iPhone, yeah. put it on a tripod, place it there and open the shutter. Um, it's remarkable the kinds of things, especially with water. We, we all know the kind of fluid... Yeah. Yeah, dynamics, the creaminess, uh, but also the opposite, where you have leaves blowing in the wind that are kind of mm. shaking and and more abstract, impressionistic, whereas the mm. bow is is rock solid. I think you you have those kinds of things in Ireland, right? <laughs> oh, we do. Trees and, yeah, trees and leaves. <laughs> just I read a few, about that. Just yeah, a few. Yeah. <laughs> so I uh, that, the, the tripod thing is interesting because I hate tripods. Um, uh, I, I do own one uh, at the moment. Actually, if you have a look at my Twitter feed from this week, at the moment it's being put to use as a meeting <laughs> yeah. stick. So when given that I have to do so many calls from home, I, I've built a, a, a stick that I can carry around the house and have even even in a garden. And, and then I can do all my calls from that. And the tri- tripod is the basis of that. But the um, I, I, this is where I'm looking to the future of photography, right? And I'd be interested in in Ema's new phone on this one as well, because yes, taking uh, taking those kind of fluid um, images used to require that you put your camera on a tripod and keep the shutter open for a while it doesn't require mm. that anymore though does it you can do it all with computation now can't you isn't there a, well, aren't not there all, shutter modes and things like that that you can use you could do a lot of it but not all of it. yeah yeah um it's i don't know it's making me want to just be a bit more deliberate because i do find that before like as you said jeremiah just taking out the phone open it up it kind of becomes muscle memory in that you make the same movements every time, but all of a sudden, I, I want to slow it down. I want to be more deliberate. I want it to look right in the camera when I take it. Whereas before, I would just like take twenty photos and pick the best one out of it. Um, maybe one of those, you know, my shaky hand didn't, you know, cause, you know, I got lucky in this one particular frame uh, and I'll have one that I can go with as the best one and then I can crop it or straighten it or do whatever. But I want now to just get it right when it's I'm funny, taking it. It's funny you say that because I remember our our, um, our off, off camera, off recording um, kind of little conversation we had about friction and learning and the mm. evolution of learning a technique and and really being very deliberate about that process mm. does create a different aesthetic for capture for for mm. shooting and i think we're see, seeing it come alive before our very eyes <laughs> as yeah. you and your new gear uh, <laughs> s- start to mm. influence how you are making pictures yeah, it definitely it definitely is having an influence on me, and it's exciting. And you know, I'm excited about it. I'm more excited about it than I've been in a long time, which is good. Um, See, new t- toys, new gear, really <laughs> new toys. makes a difference. <laughs> one niche feature that I would like my my um, camera to have would be to remove the phone part. <laughs> <laughs> so just leave me the body, but remove anything that means somebody has to message me or phone me or interrupt me in the middle of doing what it is that I'm doing. You know, it's interesting. Uh, I had this conversation yesterday with someone just coincidentally about 
How many phone calls do you get outside of work and, and the essentials, but in your social life relative to now photos and texts? Um, mm. I, I find the volume, I say that ironically, the, the volume of kind of social phone calls has dropped a lot as these phones reached out to use communication in a whole new way. And uh, I think if the phone part were taken out of the phone, maybe 30% of people yeah, would no, miss, not many miss people it. Would care, would they? It's, it's, it is interesting to me because it's, yeah, the it's it's the difference in some ways between synchronous and asynchronous communication. You know, it's you know, I, I, you know, the three of us are here right now recording. We've got a video chat mm. going on. Yeah, we're recording a podcast, and this is an incredibly rich way of doing things. Whereas mm. the the asynchronous way of doing things for me is, is far less so. And but I'm I'm a very very recent convert to video calls. Yeah, you know, because previously in, in this social context, you know, this mm. is this really works for me. And you know, and like many other people around the world, I've done a lot of family Zoom quizzes recently. You know, and 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 be, they are the curse of 2020. But they are. But they're also the 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 vehicle for communication in 2020. But the uh the, the one of the things that that i don't miss really or that it is is or i don't like the video stuff is is for business stuff i i find that uh and maybe this is part of the nature of my business is that a lot of the calls that i do are uh, everybody has to log in and listen and actually you'd rather be doing something else which you can't do if your video camera's mm. on but for mm. in, in a social context i'm really enjoying this new this this new craze for for video new to me i should say new for for video calls i think it it, it really does help you know, uh understand you know, just how people are feeling how people react to what you say you know all of that sort of stuff and so do i do i want to have uh, a phone call interrupt me when i'm taking photos now i think i'm with ema on this one is that, that that's what the little <laughs> yeah. moon is for on your phone isn't it you know yeah, it's, it's, do, not do not disturb i don't know if android phones have a little yeah. moon <laughs> but, <laughs> oh they should but, but um, yeah. I, I agree with you because i'm there's a couple of my friends particularly two of my best friends from college that um i've started doing a weekly thursday night chat with and they only live like 30 miles down the road for me but the amount of times in a year that we actually get to meet up and see each other is very small usually it's maybe birthdays christmas that's about it and we didn't have a tendency to talk on the phone now like all old friends like you might not talk to them for two years but when you meet them again it's like as if you've never yeah. been away from them so but really really enjoying this new habit that we're after forming and only just because we've all been kind of using zoom for work and we hadn't really it wasn't really in our in our ether before that but now it is so um yeah i totally agree with you the the social side of it is lovely and i would have been very afraid of it before i'd be like oh no video call no way but um <laughs> it's actually fine you now know? now could you imagine speaking of the future here when we start to have um a a kind of a a sophisticated version of what we uh, essentially we'll call the eyeglasses, whatever that is, <laughs> like glasses that look like yours and mine, Adrian, um, that could project um, 
all manner of face-to-face conversations without all of this kind of clutter of gear. But just we carry it around with us. Somebody calls you, you see them. You may be even (laughs) walking along a forest path and the translucency of their image, which you can then share with them what you're seeing and what you're going. I think this is going to definitely be the future. (laughs) We may all be just sealed into little, like, hygienic pods. <laughs> and the only way you get to experience anything is through these glasses. So, we, so I don't we, know. Our family movie last weekend was Wally. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So. <laughs> nice and uplifting. Yeah, yeah but, it, but, but the, you know, and um, I am amazed in the times when I'm walking around London. Um, it amazes me that there are not more accidents of people being run over by vehicles because they're just doing video calls as they walk around the city um, I, 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 it, I, I find it incredible that you know people you know they they hold their phone in front of them they're doing a video call they've got no microphone other than in the phone they've got no speaker that other than in the phone you know and and I, I, how they still live I you know beggars believe sometimes but I think um it is interesting because this is this conversation is 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 really interesting as part of this series for me because of course all of this is part of the future of photography what we're doing right now on a facetime call is part of the future of photography Mm. you know um and it's such a it it may not be the the most artistic expression although there are a lot of people at the moment doing um portrait sessions remotely aren't there um Mm. you know and uh understanding the rules of when you'd take a call and when you wouldn't yeah maybe maybe you want to set one of those automated things on your phone that says when i leave the house don't accept any phone calls (laughs) that's a good idea it'll be a mobile phone but only for use at home (laughs) i'm really i'm really looking forward to um separating the object that one carries around to just getting out of the house without thinking of having your wallet, your keys, your phone, <laughs> your license, etc., etc., and just go out with whatever accoutrements, hopefully mm. a pair of very simple glasses, that will offer all of those things in terms mm-hmm. of lock-unlock, uh, keying your car, taking images, sharing phone. Those things will, again, shift what is possible socially and artistically, and mm. that I look forward to. Mm. More Such gear. <laughs> more gear to buy. <laughs> smaller gear. More smaller gear. Yeah, yeah, smaller but more sophisticated gear that, you know, yeah. that will, I think, um, provoke a whole other uh, dynamic of social and artistic change. Yeah, absolutely. So, so what, what have we concluded for Ema for this week then for the for the niche camera? I think you're very fortunate out of all of us, Ema, because it seems that your your perfect camera exists and is in your is in your hand at the moment. Probably really only saying that because it's still new. <laughs> so uh, maybe uh, come back to me in six months' time. So if I still think the same way, and, and, and wonder if you've got like a you know, a ten kilo tripod that you're lugging around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh no! No, <laughs> get a monopod. I should, yeah. No, I have a couple of perfectly serviceable tripods here that I just I don't. Uh, I need the way heavy, to attach the. You know, if they are heavy. heavy yeah. Need, well, one's heavy. Little one's little clip. You know, for a normal camera, that little clip at the mm. top that's pre pre clipped, and you just slap it on and. 
There exactly. You go. Yeah, are, yeah. You got to yeah, make yeah. it easy. Yeah. And and even yeah. even yeah. having a very short, you know, a very short. Um, uh, sort of tripod or stick that is attached to your phone that'll take out some of the shake you know the, the, the way that yeah. the, the way that people that shoot video use them you know even a, a sort of a stick that's six 12 inches long or something like that you know that's gonna that's gonna take some of the shake away for for things I'll just yeah. go out and chop one off the tree and get some sellotape that okay yes that kind of stick would work as well definitely definitely <laughs> okay all right no so spent. interesting a really interesting conversation especially when you put it in the context of this series um i think uh Again, Ema, you're probably closer to the future of photography than the rest of us. We, <laughs> yes, we, we've we've all we've all developed bespoke hardware designs that, that maybe I'll influence all of ye to come my way instead of the other way around. Yeah, well, ab- absolutely, absolutely. Um, all right. Well, we should probably start to wrap it up there and go to the picks of the week. Um, and I definitely need you two to go first because uh, uh, at this point I am the <laughs> think of the pick of the week. Um, so, uh, Jeremiah, what's your pick of the week? Well, in in honor of Emer's um, kind of uh, embrace of the iPhone, and uh, in honor of Adrian's embrace of analog photography <laughs> and film photography, I have listed a um, a whole bunch of applications that are light meters that work very effectively on your on your um, iPhone. And I have to say that I have uh, tried them all. Um, And I don't prefer one over the other. Uh, It's very subjective in terms of, do you want an old one that looks like a Gaussian Luna Pro? Or do you want (laughs) something that's very digital? And and, uh, and there's uh, several that are pricey in terms of add-ons with incident light but they are fantastic very accurate and uh, i've had just tremendous um, success with them when i'm using my film cameras that do not have a meter in them interesting stuff i i have at least one of these i haven't had to use it for ages actually but um i I do have at least one of these and it is interesting when you get a new one you always sort of calibrate it against a a, a real (laughs) digital camera and say is is it doing anything sensible here um but uh, yeah they they can be invaluable especially for for things like pinhole cameras and and stuff like that they're absolutely invaluable yeah all right so ema what is your pick of the week my pick of the week is uh, Camera Plus 2, which I mentioned earlier. Um, and it is, I love it for just the the levels of control you can get. You can shoot raw images. You, it's good value for money compared to some of the other manual cameras out there. Um, I went for it on price, but I also went for it on um, previous experience of, of their other apps. Um, so... Uh, definitely helps to maximize what you can get out of your phone camera lovely filters lovely filters and you can control how much or little of those you have and you can stack them on top of each other um there's a lovely range of preferences as well so that um you can when you open the app you can set it to open in the camera so that you're just ready to take your shot straight away um there's lots of little kind of personal ways you can personalize it in your settings um which makes it flow nicely into everything else um and it works really well on the ipad i think it was 399 uh was well worth the money um really good really good i've been Uh, using 
I've been using it since they came out as well. It's one of my most go-to used photo applications with Snapseed. And uh, I'm a believer. I think they've done a fantastic job. Mm. And each iteration of the software is a distinct improvement. Yeah, it's excellent. Now, I haven't used it for a long time like that, but I did when I was um, reading the reviews. I heard I was reading that... um, Definite, they definitely made some improvements on the old version, which my old phones wouldn't have recognised until now. Anyway, so <laughs> okay, all right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna to try and close out with a pick of the week I've made up on the spot, and I think you know I, I mentioned earlier my meeting stick, um, which I cobbled together out of stuff I found around the house. There was a tripod, there was a speaker, there was a little um, grippy thing to hold my phone, and the tri you know and a ball head for the tripod. Uh, there's some. Um, um, uh, bungee cords uh, with the, the kind with the big plastic balls so you can sort of knot them together in a string all of those things came together to to, to make myself a, a, a movable video and audio conferencing capability all around the place um, and I think extracting from that a little bit extrapolating from that a little bit I would say my pick of the week is just play with the stuff you've got <laughs> you know because i don't know about you guys but i i have a lot of stuff i have you know lighting stuff and a tripod tripod several tripods although i only ever really used the one um the rest i've sort of inherited over the years and then it's all the little bits and and stuff that you get you know adapters and holders and grips and and stuff like that um so i would say you know if if you're a loose end and want some ideas you know grab some of that stuff that's in your storage cupboard somewhere and, and have a play with that That'd be my pick. So, so the, the the equivalent in the kitchen is just make something out of the food that you already have. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> or in the words of mixology, um, be inventive about making cocktails with what you have. You yes. Know, if you only have peanut butter, jam, and gin, well, be inventive. <laughs> oh, God. Absolutely. And a combination. <laughs> and on that note, that's got to be yes. I, I don't I, think I've I ever want to drink it, one of your worry. cocktails. I've yes. not tried that. Bre- breakfast <laughs> Jeremiah's house then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, breakfast of champions. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. Uh, yeah, great, very interesting conversation today. Um, we have been the future of photography. We still are. And we hopefully we will be in the future. And you can find <laughs> all of our back catalogue at this point, quite lengthy, at thefutureofphotography.com. Uh, or get in touch with us on the socials. We are TFOP now, T-F-O-P-N-O-W, uh, Twitter, Instagram, etc. Um, it's been great to talk to you all. Um, and uh, we'll be back again next week. Goodbye. Bye, everybody. See you in the future if there is one. (laughs) You've been listening to The Future of Photography, a production by Adrian Stock and Chris Marquardt. Subscribe to the show wherever you get your other podcasts. Find the show notes and more information at thefutureofphotography.com. dot com.